Hello, hello and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at Anfield, it's finished at Liverpool 4, Newcastle United 0. It's been, uh, it's been a pretty shit day to be honest. Um, very, very poor second half. There was a lot of squad rotation um, at the start of the game, which you would absolutely understand given the, the, the fact that we've got lots of fixes. We play. We obviously played uh, the weekend against Fulham, we've got Watford away. Um, the weekend, which is which is arguably a bigger game in the context. I mean, Liverpool away is no longer a big game for us because it's, you know, with, with such little squad depth that Rafa Benitez has, he, he has to pick his battles and he didn't play Rondon today. He started with Muto and Hosley. Now, Muto will be going away at the Asian, Asian Cup um, very, very soon. And he's sort of been, I don't know what's been, I don't know where he's been, um, but he looked really sharp. Today, um, so I thought that was quite, a, you know, it was a good pick ahead of uh, Perez, maybe just to give them. I mean, obviously, he's, if we were, if we had six, sorry, seven days between each each fixture, we'd probably be seeing a similar starting eleven to what we've we've seen the last couple of games. There was about six changes made today, um, and, and you know, he has he has to use his rotation because we just don't we we don't have the legs and we need. We need to go for that Watford game because Watford are very, very inconsistent, and Liverpool's always going to be a huge ask. You know, we, we, it's not we aren't in the days of Keegan or or Robson where we can go to Anfield and hope to get like you know get a draw. I mean, it it, it sounds horribly defeatist, I know. And there's um, there's a lot of people on Twitter saying are oh, awful, awful um, team selection. It's just like well, it wasn't awful. We actually played very, very well the first half. You know, Liverpool obviously dominated, created chances, but we we created chances ourselves. Muto had a had a header, um, a glancing header that he might have done better with. Hosloo had a really, really good header at the back post after about eight minutes, which you know headed it down and just went past the post. I mean, that should have been on target. That could have easily been one nil from a lovely, lovely deep um, cross from Richie, and you could sort of tell Richie. Particularly impressed me today because you know the problem against Fulham is we we had a target man in Rondon and we weren't getting crosses in for him. We just couldn't beat the first man and none of the none of the we didn't have the quality and delivery. But the likes of Dummett and and, and Richie and Yedlin were making damn sure that we were getting balls into the box today. Um, again, they had more effect in the first half when we seemed to be very much in the game, but. You know, Richie flashed a, a shot wide as well. Hayden had come in because obviously Key's gone away, and Shelby's still injured. Um, so we, <laughs> that kind of the midfield kind of picked itself. We had um, Richie left wing back again, which had been which has been successful on the road. You got to say, and the five man at the back. It was obvious that we were going to do that against top of the table. Liverpool are absolutely flying and have some spectacular players and use possession really, really well and are slick. There's just quality. They ooze quality, man. I mean, there was a tweet before where it was, you know, Van Dijk costs more than our starting eleven and bench put together, and that in itself just epitomises the two situations that, that each club finds themselves in, and that we are playing a different sport. We 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 are not playing the same sport as as as, as Liverpool. That we're in a different league, and you know, a miracle would have seen us come away with a win today. And it would have needed Liverpool probably to play very, very poorly to come away with a draw. 
So we were always fighting an uphill battle and, and Kennedy came back in and actually I thought Kennedy looked a lot more sure today than he has done for, for probably a month. He, he, he looked like he was putting a shift in again and that was pleasing to see. As I said, Muta looked, Muta looked really, really sharp in the first half. He was getting involved a bit. Hayden was, again, Hayden does lack the quality, but he was putting himself about and doing the box-to-box -box thing, trying to make, you know, late runs and trying to support. Um, again, Hossler just didn't have the quality as well, but, you know, the, the, their their first goal came from a corner. I mean, they were... They, they were they were sort of peppering us a bit and had a lot of possession in, in, in the final third and we had to defend a lot but we we, we seemed to be fairly resolute and they played a they played a short corner to to Robertson the ever impressive Andy Robertson and he swung this very 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 similar actually to the to the Richie deep cross for for the Hossley's chance in the opening ten minutes and he, he, he swung to the back post and nobody's the communication is obviously all, all wrong there, and, and I've criticised Lascelles' recent format. I, I think he only he's only played the last few games because he's captain, not because his his form is there. He hasn't looked the same since he since he twisted, um, you know, twisted his face a few weeks ago, month and a half or whatever. Just hasn't looked the same. Um, Cher was dropped to the bench today. Federico Fernandez was back, which was obviously a very good thing. Don't retain his place in the back three. But Lascelles, I mean, there's collective responsibility in terms of the team for maybe giving him a shout. I assume nobody should give him a shout because of what he then did. But he basically, but even if you don't get a shout, if you, unless you're absolutely sure, you don't head the ball back in front of the goal towards the edge of the box. Like you just don't do it. You skim it, you glance it on, so it goes out for a throw-in or goes out for a, for a corner. You don't put meat on it, and it and it just dropped to the edge of the box. And and then DJ Lovren, basically Liverpool's shittest player, managed to hit a very very sweet half volley that just rifled into the top corner. And that was that was after about 10, 11 minutes. So we've just gone up the other end and had a, and had a really big chance ourselves, and then we shoot ourselves in the foot and ourselves. I don't care if he hasn't got a shout, and, and, and that is only a percentage of that is a percentage of the culpability. But you do not, you do not head that ball back in that area because you're asking against top of the league as well. You're asking for trouble, and we got it, and that set the tone off. And and and, and, and do you know what? Even after that, we still looked all right. We still very much looked in the game, and it was a better performance than against Fulham in that first half today. Um, and had it not been for that error, we'd go in at half-time, nil-nil. But then what happens? Newcastle United get absolutely dicked over by penalties again. Again. It's a recurrent, like, four and against. We, we, we are getting nothing. Somebody needs to go and grab Richard Scudamore and give him a fucking shake and ask, what the fuck is going on? We've had forearm smash, uh, elbow to the face from... Uh, for Perez a couple of weeks ago against Wolves, you've got Kennedy being tugged down um, at the weekend, absolutely nothing given. And Mo Salah dribbles in, great little player, of course he is, absolutely fantastic player, doesn't need to do this. 
dribbles past Dummett, expects the contact from Dummett, doesn't receive it, falls, crumbles to the ground. Referee buys it. I mean, it's absolutely embarrassing for the officials. It did. If you if you watch if you watch the footage just from the TV angle, the camera, you know, a far worse position than the referee is in. You can tell that's a very soft one, if at all. You look at the replay, and it is a joke. That's not even getting. That's not a free kick anywhere else on the pitch. It's it's it it it, it, it it's that's it's there's nothing to it. There's absolutely nothing to it. Dummett has been completely fucked over, and the referee has bought it. And but th this is it. This is it. I mean, you see what you know. The likes of Man United in the nineties, and you know they just used to get penalties for fun at home. Penalties for fun. They never get one against. It was just a running joke that everyone just seemed, ultimately seemed to accept. And then Liverpool get that, and and that is really really embarrassing. That comes on forty six minutes. So Salah tucks it away, and we're two 0 down. Really stupid individual error, and a penalty that should never have been absolutely dicked over by the officials, and a very a, 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 a diving Mo Salah, who should be pretty ashamed of himself. Really really shit. That whole shitstorm about him going down with Sergio Ramos and army shoulder. Fucking bollocks to that, mate. You've just fucking dived. That is disgusting. So 2-0 down, and from that point on, we crumble. Any of the promise that we showed in the first half of creating chances and trying to get them on the break just vanished. And I'm not blaming... I'm not necessarily blaming that decision for solely for the way we crumble, because we really should have shown the fight that we showed in the first half. We We... we we just didn't show anything. It was it was a really piss poor performance from the whole team in the second half. Debravko, I thought, played very well and kept it down because he, he was really, really sharp and he absolutely needed to be given how many chances they had and how much possession they had in the box. But, you know, their third goal was just it was just relentless. There was a few phases of attacking play. And then it comes out to Jordan Henderson on the edge of the box. He plays in Alexander-Arnold. Shakiri just tucks it in across the box. 3-0, um, dead easy. And then when you think the pain is all over, another corner whipped in. I've got to say the, the delivery was superb. Diarmi's... <laughs> I've looked at it again and, and, and Diarmi is marking Fabinho for the fourth goal. And I don't really know what, what Diarmi does wrong. It's just, a, it's just an absolutely class ball in. And, he, we, we, and Fabinho's just stooped and, and got it in at the, at the near post. I mean, you, you expect to get beaten at the, at, the, at the league leaders and Anfield is never really... We've only really got draws, good draws away at Anfield uh, from, what, from what I can ever remember. But there's such a gulf in class today. Um, and it really, really showed... And I'm I'm not sure what I'm not sure what, what Rafa does there. He, he he played the same formation that's been so fruitful on the road. Yes, he's made changes, but he's looking at that Watford game because the Watford game is bigger. It's more important. It's closer to a six-pointer. Watford a bit ahead at the minute, but for, for Liverpool aren't. They're not. They're not anywhere near us. Yeah, Watford are ten points clear of us now. I mean, but but but, but, but given their inconsistency, that's a more winnable game. We beat them at our place. Will they be complacent? Christmas fixtures are, are mental. But Rafa's just had to make a call, and it's not like he sent the team out. And anyone in questioning 
Rafa's integrity, it's needs to have a word of himself because this is not about he's thrown this game, um, he's played, he's he's put out a shit team. Not a shit team. In his first like three four games this season, Oslo scored two goals. He was our top scorer for absolutely ages until Rondon in the last month has overtaken him. You've got Muto, who I think is a really good player. And I'm glad we got to see him. Uh, glad he's sort of you know, back on the pitch again. Because he was really effective first half and he ran a lot and he, and he looked dangerous. And he put the players under pressure and he asked questions of them. Other players that have come in, Kennedy starts. Kennedy's got quality when he, when he wants to. He's, he's been, his, his form has been poor. As poor as Lascelles has been, but I think the first half showed that he he, he still he still you know he showed flashes of that brilliance that he's got. A couple of decisions that he could have gone the other way when he needed to just release the ball before getting tackled after a bit of a dribble, but he was definitely you know he definitely had a much better game today. Murphy came on and had a you know it's good to see him sort of back on the pitch again, but by that point we're already down. Um, the game was already lost. Yedlink was another change as well, so that made sense because I thought we were missing him against Fulham. So people arguing about and complaining about the team sheet, I, I, beyond maybe Hosley for Rondon, that's a really strong team. That's about as strong a team as we could have played because the players that came in, Kennedy, Fernandez, Yedlin. They're all better, they're all first, they're all our best players. Hayden had to come in because we didn't have any, it's, it was either Hayden or Longstaff, of course it's going to be Hayden. And and while we're on Longstaff, absolutely fantastic that he made his Premier League debut. Um, one bright spark today out of, you know, in a very sort of dull and frustrating game. Um, not dull, sorry, but a very grim and, and frustrating game. Um, so really, really pleased that Longstaff got because he's uh, he's really earned his place and he's he's obviously put a lot of hard work and he's impressed Rafa Benitez enough. And to be honest, we might bloody need him the next few weeks because I can't even if we are to bring in another midfielder in the in the in the transfer window, which to be honest I can't see, given that players are just you know Shelby is just injured and Key will be back. We're going to need him. We're going to need him for the next few weeks. So really pleased that he got some minutes there. And Longstaff actually had a really decent uh, opportunity. Um, ball got sort of really early ball on a counter-attack, a really early cross. Went in for sort of like uh, Hosloo and Muto were in the mess. And then uh, it came out to Longstaff. Allison was miles out of his, out of his goal. And, and Longstaff showed some really excellent composure He's got on his left foot, and he was obviously going to have a shot, and he didn't, and he feigned, and he, he just he didn't panic, and he kept composed, and he got on his right foot, and he picked his spot, and then had a shot. It looked a pretty good shot, looked on target, but Allison, he's a world class keeper, got up and jumped up and sort of saved it while he was still in the penalty area, and there was defenders everywhere, so it's like it was unlucky for him, but I, I really admired that he that he didn't just lash at it. Um, there's plenty of our players who would have just lashed that would have. You know, skied it into the stand, but he actually had the composure uh, to get it on his right foot and pick his spot. So well, play well played, Sean Longstaff, and great to see him on the pitch. Um, and we need to give him all the encouragement we can get because we we will need we will need him. We need it's not you know the depth isn't there. 
we need to look upon young players like him and he looks our best bet at the minute in terms of players coming up from the from the development squad so so yeah so it, it was what it was but I think team wise you know Rondon struggles to make 90 minutes to, you know to complete 90 minutes when there's seven days between each game so when there's now three days between each game for the next few fixtures, so we've got Watford at the weekend, and then next Wednesday we've got Man United at home, and, and you've got to say both of those games, we need to be looking at doing something in and getting some points from. Man United at home is going to be a big ass because they're resurgent now. They've won now two on the bounce, scoring for fun. But Man United at St. James's Park, sometimes it happens for us. Sometimes it does. Who knows? But Watford will be a weird one. We lost last year, but we were a bit unlucky, I think. Um, I think it was a 2-1 last year. So, I think it was 2-1 and we had chances towards the end. I think Marino, Mikel Marino had a chance. Could have, could have made it 2-2 from like the six-yard box, but it was saved later on. So, we go, we go to Vicarage Road to try and, you know, stop this rot. It was... You know, off memory, I think that's, yeah, comfortably our, our biggest humping of the season. But it didn't need to be, and outclassed. I don't know what more to say, guys. It just, it is what it is, and we are where we are, and there's there's, there's very few people to blame for that. I, I, I don't want anyone blaming Rafa Benitez for this, because tactically, it was the same, it was the same approach that he's taken to to other teams on the road where we've, we've we've done well against Everton for example we did really well against Everton and that was a great point so beyond Hosselu for Rondon which I've explained the rationale behind it we need Rondon fully as fresh as possible for that Watford game because that is the big one not this one that's it guys um, thanks very much for watching hope everyone had a really really good Christmas please subscribe if you haven't already done so Give it a like and a share and a rate and whatever you want to do to um, um, tell more people about these videos because I hope you enjoy them as much as I like making them. I just wish we had something more fun to talk about. I've been Adam with the Team Network and I'll see you soon. Bye, Z, bye.